Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. Screaming Chewy Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. And the show starts now. times have you been in a situation or seen a situation or a video where somebody got badly hurt or attacked where and you think this could have all been avoided if the victim knew self-defense or had a weapon well don't become a victim hit up tucson's rising phoenix fitness and defense they offer real world self-defense training and it is their mission to meet people at their comfort zones physically, psychologically, technically, and of course, financially during these troubling times as they offer sliding scale pricing. Now, if you ask me, martial arts is not just self-defense, but it's also very therapeutic. It's good for your health and good for your mental health as well. It can treat depression and anxiety. These guys are passionate about what they do. In fact, I seen his Facebook post saying even if they lose their business, he will teach people martial arts at the park. Please support local business. Now, not only do they offer self-defense training, but also gun handling classes. And this is accredited to your carry concealed permit. Hit up Tucson's Rising Phoenix Fitness and Defense, located at 4500 East Speedway Boulevard, number 4, Tucson AZ, 85712. You can call them at 520-838-1592. Love it. Oh, this is an epic one. Another collaboration between Screaming Tree Show and Drew World Order. And if you've heard the show before and you heard us together, you know we're going to take you down a deep and very dark rabbit hole. I hope you're ready for this. This is the um, most disturbing human experiments ever made. Some pretty fucking crazy shit. Could get pretty graphic. So I hope you're ready for this. And, uh, Drew, I'd like to welcome you, welcome you back, bro. Is is it feels good recording with you again, bro? Dude, uh, so I just realized this. Do you realize that like this is the second time after I was taken out of commission the first time, I was resurrected on the Screaming Chewy show. This is number two. Like you are the one that is I am the Phoenix. I am rising from the ashes because of you, sir. For real. Did you realize that? That just blew my mind. Cause like, holy shit, Chewy has literally resuscitated me. This is the second time, the first time we're not taking out of commission. The second time after whatever's happened the last like few weeks or months, taken out of commission. Chewy has resurrected me. I, I blows my mind. I love it. It's, I appreciate it, dude. It's good to be here. 
Hey, man, burn if you must, but you rise from those fucking ashes, yo. Oh, man, I will burn if you must, rise from the dust. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yes. So, Drew, how you been, man? What you Uh, been up to? Ah, well, I I think I put out three episodes in like three or four days in early April. And then uh, we've talked about this on and off the show. Uh, (laughs) I I got involved with... uh, somebody that uh wow was a bad just i didn't listen to my intuition like literal dude and if people don't think if people think that like targeted individuals and gang stalking isn't real um uh, i could i'll be the first to tell you it's real and chewy could kind of attest that a little bit um i had somebody come into my life and literally just character assassination dude it's almost like it was a fucking a tactic of every uh like operation or modus operandi as far as what you do if you were to come into somebody's life and just put them through character assassination isolation like it's just it's nuts dude and i literally uh i've been taken out of the fucking game again uh but here we are it's 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 fucking real man and uh red dress program they're out there dude they're still out there and people like i just would i guess what i'm saying is like uh dude don't listen to just your dick um you gotta fucking listen. You gotta find a way to fucking listen to that intuition. And man, I really wish I would have listened to my intuition on a lot of things over the last like 15, 16 months. But uh, it, 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 the war for the planet, the soul of the planet, the soul of the, the human psyche, like the, the war is very much real. And it doesn't, oftentimes, it doesn't really look like, a, like any sort of physical shot fired. Uh, it's more of a covert. It's a, it's a, war for the mind as we were just saying uh that's where it really that's where it really the, the final frontier and the, the actual huge battle exists it's the war for the mind mm-hmm. and uh now more than ever it's like jesus it's important for people to really fucking look at themselves and be like all right what the fuck what do i have to do what do i have to stop doing to fucking make myself a little bit better and uh yeah i mean that's really the only way to change the world I think I said on stereo with when somebody was interviewing me or talking to somebody, uh, the only person capable of saving the world and saving yourself is you because there is no Messiah coming. There's no fucking politician. There's nobody coming to save us. Uh, the answer lies within you, within each and every one of us. And uh, that's hard to accept sometimes. But, uh, and I'm not saying that I'm a Messiah. I'm saying we're all the Messiah. We're all individual aspects of the same universal source. And uh, we need everybody to realize that right now because the red dress program the the inorganic that are walking around out there fucking just apathetic and some of the people that were in charge of some of these experiments that we're going to talk about tonight they're very much advancing they very much that don't stop they haven't stopped some of these experiments have been going on since the 50s um they for whatever reason they need us but they've declared war on us they're studying us we're just lab rats dude just like you said in that what was that, the name of that experiment with the lab rat, with the rats and the whatnot? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, Universe 25. Yeah. Uh, universe 25 is fucking crazy, dude. The, uh, and yep. it, I mean, it's like people think that uh, they, they, these powers of the family's bloodline or the, the, the schism energy, whatever you want to call them, the Babylon Brotherhood, the Anunnaki, I don't care, the Illuminati. Uh, them and their gophers, whether their gophers are compromised or actively 
aware that they're doing this to humanity. It doesn't matter. Um, like they, they, they are working, they don't just work from eight to five on how do we fucking study the human psyche, the human behavior, how humans are going to react to something we might implement or coordinate or whatever. No, problem, reaction, solution, doesn't matter. They're working 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, while you're at work, while you're putting your kids to bed, while we're eating dinner, like they're fucking hard at it, studying us uh, because they, they, I mean, they're just like, where are you all? We're just big lab rats. They're trying to gear us into a certain fucking sect of the, the maze and then see what happens when we fucking get there. Yep. And for those of you listening, if it's your first time listening and you're like, what is this Anunnaki and Sumerian text and all that? Well, you, you check out the Drew World Order, man. This guy knows his shit. He does his homework and that's why he's here. All right. We've done previous episodes many times. We've done conspiracies that turned out to be true. And now we're doing some fucked up experiments that the government has done that were also true. So you're going to hear stuff like MK Ultra. We talked about that before, but that was also human experiments. There was a conspiracy and came out to be true. So glue, I mean, Drew, I'm glad you're back, bro. And I'm excited, bro. Me too. And the first one we're going to start at, I have never even heard of uh, project QK Hilltop. Have you ever heard of that one, Chewy? Nope. Sounds yeah, that's interesting. interesting. Nope. And I just noticed, so, Right, dude. This dude, Harold Wolf, the guy. Well, I'll read this real, real quick. 1954. Keep that in mind. This is 1954. The CIA, Central Intelligence Agency, developed an experiment called Project QK Hilltop to study Chinese brainwashing techniques, brainwashing techniques, mind control techniques, which they used then used to develop new methods of interrogation, including probably waterboarding. Leading, that's my addition, leading the research was Dr. Harold Wolf of Cornell University Medical School. After requesting that the CIA provide him with information on imprisonment, deprivation, humiliation, torture, brainwashing, hypnosis, and more, Wolf's research uh, team began to formulate a plan through which they would develop secret drugs and various brain damaging procedures, probably with the inclusion, I'm sure, that the LSD was created in, in the 50s, and they used LSD on some of the MK Ultras. Uh, patients uh, because they got it from Nazi Germany as well. Um, according to a letter he wrote, in order to fully test the effects of the harmful research, Wolf expected the CIA to make available, quote unquote, make available suitable subjects. Uh, yeah, just 1954. And I just noticed, dude, yeah, he died in 1962. Isn't that interesting too? I don't know how long this project went on, but he didn't live very long after uh, his involvement in it. Hey, that's true. Holy fuck. Like they had to, you know, tie those loose ends. And he was only 64 when he died, dude. Yeah, 1954, this, these projects did usually, I mean, Basiago says that Project Pegasus was what, like a two to four year project. Um, I don't, I can't remember what Bob Lazar, he says that he was at Area 51 for like six months or a year or something like that. These projects go on for quite some time because um, they have to, you know, it, it's, it's the scientific method but uh mm-hmm. a lot of reasons was only 64 when he died yeah dude absolutely and they have they have a wide sample size they probably tested this shit on a lot of different people um but if you you look at this like these are all techniques of mind control the mk ultra program which is basically declassified and they were doing this in the 50s 
And one thing Chewie and I were just talking about is if, if you don't believe this, that there's all kinds of evidence. And another thing that is related is that the CIA in 1970, what was it, 1971, there's a video on YouTube of a Senate testimony where the representatives of the CIA are talking about a gun they have that is able to it shoots a poison dart, melts in the in the bloodstream or whatever, melts inside the person after it pierces the skin, doesn't leave any mark, gives the impression through autopsy that whoever died as a victim or whoever was hit with this poisonous dart that the CIA had it was the heart attack gun. They had the ability to have the heart attack gun. Um, that was 1971. They admitted to that in the Senate testimony hearing. Uh, but all these techniques we're talking about, interrogation, uh, well, hold on, uh, imprisonment, deprivation, humiliation, torture, brainwashing, hypnosis, and more, those are all trauma-based mind control like procedures. That, that's what this basically this project is talking about, trauma-based, like when human beings go through trauma uh, because of how the brain is structured or whatnot, these people, the MKUltra especially, they have the ability to basically create a secondary personality, a third personality, a fourth personality, and using trigger words, trigger phrases, colors, whatever, Super Bowl halftime shows, they can activate or deactivate certain assets or fucking uh what that's what they call them assets and the human trafficking is involved that's how they fucking relay information that's how they get you know they push information to their their gophers or that's one of the biggest ways they can activate a personality that that personality programs with a message or a, a i guess a mission and then after that mission or message has been relayed or perpetrated they can literally send that personality back and bring forward the personality uh, you know, that was not involved. It, 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 we're talking about compartmentalization and trauma-based mind control. And, mm -hmm. and this is 1954, the CIA. It's, it's real, dude. It's fucking real. It's 1954. You got to break somebody down to reprogram them. But also what you reminded me of um, trauma-based. Um, have you seen that movie Split? Dude, I've watched scenes from that. that, that yeah, a little bit. So you know how he had a, all kinds of like like 20 something different personalities and mm -hmm. that disorder was brought by trauma cuz he had an abusive mother his dad died in a train so now he spent his time with his mother and she was very abusive to him as a child and that caused the trauma caused him to break down and make different personalities to protect himself now one word that Spoiler alert, if you've never seen that movie, at the end, she says his full name, Kevin Wendell Crumb, and he snaps out of it because he had that monster personality that was going to kill her. So that reminds me of MK, MK Ultra, right? You traumatize them, you create different personalities, you know, to do whatever they want, whatever the government wants, and you they're triggered by words, sounds, you know, anything, anything they program them to. Yep. Dude, and this this is very well portrayed in uh, Captain America: Civil War when when Baron, the, the villain, is saying those trigger. He's talking to Bucky. Remember in that movie, Bucky's strapped in, and Bucky starts to say, "No, don't." Mm -hmm. Like he's he's doing trigger words. He's trying to activate Bucky, the Winter Soldier. Remember that scene? Yep. And uh, so you know, shit like that that really happened. You know, it's in movies as a fantasy. <laughs> Go figure, right? <laughs> Just like in, in, I think it was Captain America, the Winter Soldier, the prequel, the one before Civil War, 
that dude, a uh, part of Hydra, literally says the words New World Order. Like, he says that in the movie. Dude, what the fuck? I never noticed that. Yeah, when they're about to target, all, when they have the, the helicarriers in the sky, he says, when they're about, like, they see all the people that they're targeting. Um, he says the words, this is a New World Order or what whatnot. But, uh, dude, trauma... Uh, and I'm, everybody's been like everybody when you have I just saw this the other day one of my dudes that I was working with was leaning up on the, the hood of the truck and the guy that was behind the, the wheel honked the horn scared the shit out of the dude on the, the hood that's trauma that that dude went through a brief momentary moment of trauma you know that's the reptilian brain that that's when you're traumatized in any regard especially at a young age before puberty as a child as a baby like the brain in order to like survive will lock away that pain and whatnot and whatever it is that they program into these victims or these subjects during the trauma like that's how they're able to they're creating like honeycomb like a beehive of personalities and dude there's a video of britney spears talking to diane sawyer where you can see britney spears goes through like two or three different personalities i don't know why but she, she's acting really normal, whatnot. And you just look this up. Like, yeah, Britney Spears' weird Diane Sawyer interview. You can look that up on YouTube. She's talking normal. And then whatever Diane Sawyer says, like, Britney Spears acts like a little, like, 12-year-old girl. Like, what? She's like, oh, my God. She starts, like, knowing her head from side to side. And then she snaps back into it. And she's just like, Say, what was that? Like, in Britney Spears, just, like, there's all kinds of MK Ultra victims out there, dude. The, the people who have no fucking idea, you know? Um, they're they're out there dude and you talk you look at some of these i've I've come face to face with some of these people i was very like involved on a very intimate relationship with somebody who i think it was no she made no secret that she went through a traumatic childhood like fucking she's a rape victim Uh, her her she thought her mom was a part of the sex trafficking trade like this chick went through a lot of trauma and dude it it, she also had you know by uh, what they call it uh personality disorder like she had different personalities and i i would be so fucking weird that i i would try to like figure out sometimes like what words would trigger her um it was it was odd dude no loud noises triggered her um it's just crazy deprivation humiliation torture brainwashing hypnosis these they're breaking down the human psyche that that's what the that's the that's the modus operandi of a parasite or an inorganic being, I guess. Did you hear that? What the fuck was that? Yep. All right, never mind, it, folks. But yeah, pretty fucking wild. Pretty you wild. Want, you wanted it, guys. You got it. This is the fucking deep, dark rabbit hole we're going down, and this is just the beginning. <laughs> um. Yep. And it, here in Kansas, it's like fucking raining and storming and lightning, and it's even creepier. It's, it's just fucking nuts, you know. I know, dude. We're all talking about it. creepy ass shit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So you ready for this one? This is uh, a malaria study. It sounds pretty interesting, right? And I mean, you know, now we got like cure for it and all that. But during World War II, malaria and other tropical diseases were impending the efforts of American military in the Pacific. In order to get a grip, the Mal- malaria research project was established at Stateville Penitentiary in Joliet, Illinois. Doctors from the University of Chicago exposed 441 volunteers, quote unquote, inmates to bites from malaria infected mosquitoes. 
Though one inmate died of a heart attack, researchers insisted his death was unrelated to the study. The widely praised experiment continued at Stateville for 29 years and included the first human test of primaquine, uh, primaquine or quine, anywho, a medication still used in the treatment of malaria and pneumocystis pneumonia. Yeah, so Damn. those those lives, um, like I said, it was the cost of progress, right? Right, and again, you know, from from the powers that be standpoint, uh, these weren't people. These these people these were inmates. These were damaged people. These people, uh, whether or not they were inmates, like fucking fuck their individual sovereignty. And if you read between the lines here, dude, like when you're reading that, like what I'm reading as somebody who kind of looks at the world from the inversion standpoint like uh they it says that they're doing research on malaria the, the cure of malaria what uh, what honestly what i was thinking was like what they were trying to extract was some sort of biological fucking weapon it seems like uh using uh the these inmates in the testing of malaria infected mosquitoes dude you have to imagine that at, at some capacity that this was some sort of research into a biological weapon Right? I mean, is that just me? Oh, yeah, for sure. And that would be perfect to be like, oh, it's not a weapon. It's malaria. This is it's nature, you know? <laughs> perfect yep. cover. Dude, that, that's so right, dude. Here's what else is weird. This is, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong. It might not be related. Stateville Penitentiary in Joliet, Illinois. That's where the Blues Brothers in their Blues Brother movie and the skit, that's where they were. Isn't that oh. weird? Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. I'm pretty sure that's where the Blues Brothers uh, were in prison in the movie. It went to prison. That's just fucking nuts. Watch in the background of the movie, you see them doing experiments of <laughs> malaria. Yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me at all, you know? For sure. It's just nuts. like you talked about, uh, you know, in uh, Marvel and all that, uh, it, it's in there. Yep. Let's see here. We got this next one, Emma Eckstein, who I've never heard of, but I have heard of Sigmund Freud. Uh, despite seeking the help of Sigmund Freud for vague symptoms like stomach ailments and slight depression, 27-year-old Emma Eckstein, Eckstein, no relation to uh, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, I'm the same spelling shit, I thought it was my bad, was treated <laughs> by the German doctor for hysteria and excessive masturbation, a habit then considered dangerous to mental health. Well, Emma's treatment, including a disturbing experimental surgery in which she was anesthetic, Oh my god, I can't put under anesthesia with only with only a local anesthetic and cocaine before the inside of her nose was cauterized. Not surprisingly, Emma's surgery was a disaster. Well shit, no surprise there. <laughs> Whether Emma was a legitimate medical patient or a source of a more amorous interest for Freud, as a recent movie suggests, Freud continued to that's fucking just torture, dude. That's fucking sadistic, man. That's fucked up. She she Dude, that is fucked up. Carterize the inside. Like, oh my God, you have a deviated septum. Let's carterize the inside of your nose. Fuck. <laughs> Let's burn it. Dude, what, the, what is the point of putting somebody under anesthesia if you're going to give them cocaine? Wouldn't those two just cancel each other out? Yeah, and all she had was symptoms of stomach ailments, slight depression, and what she just masturbated a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, God damn, I mean, that's how... You might as well put everybody under fucking local anesthesia. I think that sounds like the whole whole world now, you know? 
And what's Actually, funny, that's like saying, okay. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, my bad. I was just going to say how it says, uh, well, I, I see the word hysteria and then excessive masturbation, a habit then considered dangerous to mental health. All the fucking teenagers listening to, to, to this right now, they're like, oh, fuck, dude, am I mentally ill? I masturbate a lot. <laughs> and, um, well, and on that note, uh, did you know that masturbation is an ancient pagan ritual, dude? What? For real? Yeah. Like, yeah, dude, certain yeah, type of masturbation, like reverse grip or like over and under, you know, certain technique. Uh, like some shamans will will say, and I I have to get we could do an episode on this one sometime. But uh, when you when you reach the feeling of climax or orgasm during masturbation, uh, it's a form of possession. Like it's a ritual where entities and spirits and demons will latch onto your root chakra, and it's a way for them to kind of uh, get inside you. And uh, for lack of a better term. Uh, but the thing that fucking blows me away is here is still the we're going to give you anesthesia and cocaine. That's like leaving a broom right beside a nuclear bomb and saying, hey, clean this shit up when it's all fucking done. You know, like the broom's gone, though, you know, it's fucking disintegrated. <laughs> yeah. What am I supposed to do? Like, where's that broom we left? Like that fucking broom is just sitting. You left it right beside the fucking bomb. Like, oh, shit. Well, uh, that's about the equivalent of let's give her anesthesia and then cocaine. That's a great strategy, Sigmund Freud. Mm. Even Freud would say, you have issues. I have issues. I'm sorry, you know? <laughs> I love your impersonation. And uh, I noticed it said hysteria. Um, I don't know if people listening, you know, if you're familiar with hysteria. But back in those days, you know, women, they weren't allowed to work. They just stay at home, clean, please your husband. Yes, sir. Do whatever he says. Um, you're not supposed to have any goals or <laughs> ambition. Um, just do what the man says. So hysteria was like the woman's like, hey, I want to work. I, I'm tired of being a wife. I want to work. I want to I want to be like a man. I want to work on a car. I want to do something for myself. They're like, oh, this bitch is crazy. And they'll fucking throw women in an insane asylum, yo. <laughs> wow. Which is funny because a lot of them, um, they experienced, you know, so let's say your your wife is like, hey, you know, I, I don't want to just stay home and clean. Can can I get a job, too? And the man would like talk to his buddies like, yo, my wife is fucking crazy. Yo, she wants a job. And then they just fucking take her to a sane asylum and be like, yeah, she's crazy. She wants to get a job. And I'm like, oh, dude, take her in right away. And they'll give her something. Yep called electroshock therapy but get this sometimes they also did that to children in the 1960s mm -hmm. see dr loretta bender of new york's creedmoor hospital began what she said believed to be a ref revolutionary treatment for children with social issues electroshock therapy Bender's methods included interviewing and analyzing a sensitive child in front of a large group. No pressure, right? Then applying a gentle amount of pressure to the child's head. Supposedly, any child who moved with the pressure was showing the early signs of schizophrenia. Herself, the victim of a misunderstood childhood, Bender was said to be 
unsympathetic to the children in her care. By the time her treatments were shut down, Bender had used electroshock therapy on over 100 children, the youngest of whom was age three. What the fuck, right? Dude, that's man. I have a I have a three year old kid, and I'm just sitting here thinking uh, that honestly just really fucking pisses me off. And uh, right, I can, like I just can't imagine if it. Wow. Imagine you're you're a little kid, bro, three years old. You're in a room full of people, and this doctor puts pressure on your head. And if you react to it, oh no, you need shock therapy. He's crazy. Like, what the fuck, lady? What do you, well, let's see, out of a hundred kids that would be in that experiment, how many of those fucking hundred kids, they're children? What do you think they're gonna do? Like, uh, well, this is what they're they're kids. Like, could you imagine? We talk about trauma. Like, could you imagine the amount of trauma that that if a three year old child, that child can't speak, doesn't know what the fuck's going on, doesn't reckon it's, it's that's trauma, dude. That is trauma based. Like, it's just it's, it's awful. Um, and Mm-hmm. You were talking about the last one, the, the feminine, like the women wanting to go out there and be equal or whatnot. I just, this is the only comment I have on that. Uh, people, I tell people all the time, like there is literally like there's an imbalance of energy on the planet. It's the masculine, the feminine energy. And that's one of the hermetic principles. The, it's one of the principles of hermetic philosophy that everything has to be in balance. The Gaia force with the, the father God. Um, you talk about the suppression of the feminine energy. And even dude, some dudes, like you can see at meatheads, uh, there's been a an imbalance of the the masculine energy to the feminine energy, uh, for whatever reason. Like the the, the world seems testosterone driven when very much like because the the feminine energy is more about intuition and empathy. Uh, it's the it's the Gaia force, you know what I mean? And dude, the, the Gaia force, and I know I'm, I'm going to stop commenting after this. The Global Research Project, I think is what it's called, the Global Consciousness Research Project. They have measured the Gaia force in the the day of 9-11. You can go to their, their uh, website and you can see a clear spike like the, tr- the, the planet, the soul of the planet goes through a traumatic experience the morning of 9-11. They've measured this. Um, and that just kind of ties into like oh. what they study. They're not just studying like the brain. They're studying so many factors. They, they understand what the human body really is. They understand uh, – that it's not like an actual physical thing. Like the human body is made of cells and atoms, just like everything's made of atoms and atoms are made of matter and atoms. And basically atoms have no solidity. They're 99.999% empty space. That's mainstream science. Uh, they, uh, it's just fucking, dude, age three, that's just fucking, you tell me that somebody, I don't understand, I don't know any human being that could put a three-year-old child in a chair, perform an experiment like that, and then literally... Uh, you know, apply electroshock therapy. That's not, that's not, I couldn't do that. I don't, you couldn't do that. That's, that's apathetic. That's, that's fucking evil, you know? And that's a uh, psychopath, yo. That's awful. Cold blooded, you know? Dude, yeah, dude. Yes, seriously. It even says it's her, uh, let's see, she was a victim of a, mis- a victim of a misunderstood childhood. She was said to be unsympathetic to the children in her care. That means that she didn't give a fuck. She didn't feel empathy with what she was doing to those children. Human beings, a human being that, you know, a human being, take any human being that you know to have compassion, the human beings don't do that to human beings. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, that's not normal. You're not human if you're fucking doing that 
<laughs> to three year olds, you know? Yeah, dude. And you know what? She probably slept amazing at night, but she slept great at night. Right? She's like, I'm doing good God, in man. this world. <laughs> right? That's the thing, dude. That's how fucked up her mental, her warped sense of mentality. Like she went home and justified that every night to herself. She literally viewed the world from a perception of I'm doing some good for this world for the greater good. Like that's how fucked up whether whatever trauma she had gone through as a child, it had caused her to literally derive, as the Nag Hammadi scrolls say, like she had derived from the eternal purpose of the soul, the spirit. She was void of empathy. She either had it like bred out of her, she was possessed. She was derived, like she derived from the, the natural eternal path of the light, not the light bringer, which is Lucifer, but she literally fucking, that's how fucked up, that's how fucking much uh, her childhood or what she was raised, how, what she went through, the trauma of her childhood had began, she was spiteful, dude, like, because she went through it, she turned into something that literally just implemented and, I guess, brought forth the same amount of pain that somebody brought upon her. That's, exactly. That's how it works, dude. That's how it works. Exactly. Because she had a fucked up childhood, just like the article mentions. And yeah, you're 100% right. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. So this ties into, this ties nicely into the next one, Project Artichoke. I have heard of this a little bit. Um, in the 1950s, the CIA's Office of Scientific Intelligence, because the CIA even has their own fucking offices and departments. It, once, it's not good enough that we have a CIA. They have to have their own fucking compartmentalization. It's just ridiculous. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. CIA's Office of Scientific Intelligence ran a series of mind control projects, here we go, in an attempt to answer the question, can we get control of an individual to the point where he or she will do our bidding against his will and even against fundamental laws of nature? Now we're getting into some shit. One of these programs, Project Artichoke, studied hypnosis, forced morphine addiction, drug withdrawal, and the use of chemicals to incite amnesia in unwitting human subjects. Holy shit. Uh, uh, though the project was eventually shut down in the mid 60s when did that dude die uh, from cornell 1962 yes and that, that that uh project 2k hilltop began in 1954 it said or 1955 this project so shut down in the mid 60s the project opened the door to extensive research of the use of mind control in field field operations and those field operations would include like army tactical units uh psychological operations gang stalking mental torment uh shit like that the tactics they use on a fucking grand scale but also on an individual microcosm level they, they use it on the collective but they also use it on the individual they, it's one we're just lab rats dude this is it's this is declassified you can see the image at bestpsychologydegrees.com there's an image of this declassified it's redacted a little bit but it's, it's a declassified uh project a piece of paper and this is probably in the national archives too yeah, it looks fucking old school, like they scanned it. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing, dude. People are like, well, that was declassified in the 60s. That means that they don't do it anymore. No, no, no. That means that that aspect of the project <laughs> is fucking over. That yeah. means that the project has continued, but they are, they are fucking tenfold ahead of where they were back in that time. You know, that, that's why they're able to release this information. Like, listen. Yeah, we'll release this and declassify this because we are that far ahead as far as our understanding and we are, where we are in this project. Exactly. It's like, let's say I got an iPhone 10 and I'm like, hey, here's an iPhone 2. That's new. 
Yep. Exactly. Dude, that's, exact, that's a fucking perfect example. That is a perfect example. Like Apple, like here's another thing. Apple literally, behind the scenes, they probably have the next three or four app, like iPhone uh, prototypes ready to go. But they, you fucking think, oh my God, the Apple too. Like I got a brand new, like that's, that's, it's just, that, that's a fucking great example, dude. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah. So when they shut down that project, I mean, dude, yeah, dude. they got all the information and just made a, another project with better information, better technology. You are so right, dude. That's, I, I cannot believe you said that. That literally is like the entire public walking around saying, hey, Apple just released the Apple too. Like, no, there's fucking a shitload more. But that, can you imagine if the entire fucking like, society thought that the Apple 3 or 4 was the brand new? Like, that's what we're talking about here. Like, mm-hmm. no, 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 there's more. You just don't fucking know about it. Like, I don't want to get too deep into it, but, you know, when people talk about how badass and high-tech the PCs are nowadays, and I'm like, yo, you ever heard of quantum computers, yo? <laughs> we're about to blow your mind. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, talking about yeah, projects, not- here's another one about children. I, now I feel fucked up because I'm talking about <laughs> fucked up shit talking to kids or happening to kids again. All right. But this is, um, and even though the title's fucked up, this is hepatitis and mentally disabled children. Guess what time? In the 1950s, yo, big surprise, right? But mm-hmm. Willowbrook State School. In New York, a state-run institution for mentally handicapped children began experiencing outbreaks of hepatitis due to unsanitary conditions. It was virtually inevitable that these children would contract hepatitis. Dr. Saul Krugman, set to investigate the outbreak, proposed to experiment uh, that would assist in development of, of, of a, a vaccine, right? So they're doing it for good. Quote unquote. However, these experiments required deliberately infecting children with the disease. Though Krugman's study was controversial from the start, critics were eventually silenced by the permission letters obtained from each child's parents. In reality, offering one's child to the experiment was oftentimes the only way to guarantee admittance into the overcrowded institution the fuck right damn dude that's fucked that's so fucked it's like hey you want to get the other i'll go ahead sorry chewy i was just gonna say they're like hey you want your kid in the institution well let them get hepatitis yo see what happens (laughs) yeah dude so you mentioned again the 50s uh i find that very interesting you ever heard of project paperclip oh dude i heard about that i think you told me about that actually yeah so project paperclip uh was this is interesting all these fucking projects are correlating with that time frame uh after the world war ii the uh you know the united states government rather than put some of the more strategic, like the more prolific uh, assets of the German SS military wing, scientific wing, whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, my bad dude, continue. Okay, so yeah, uh, Project Paperclip or Operation, I think it's Project Paperclip. The United States government gave some of the more powerful Nazi officers, scientists, 
doctors, uh, military, whatever, strategic assets of the German SS Nazi Reich, the Third Reich, the United States government gave them new identities, basically protected them from the Nuremberg trials, and brought them to America, put them to work at NASA, in the CIA, the FBI, all this other shit, so that the Soviet Union would not swoop in and get the, get all that information, um, as obviously the Cold War was uh, was coming on uh, following World War II. But Project Paperclip, basically, the United States government protected and gave a second chance to some awful Nazi scientists, doctors, generals, whatever, people that were in high, in positions of high strategic uh, complacency in the, uh, in the Third Reich. So it's pretty fucking, pretty fucking disturbing, very disturbing. Yeah, that's, that's uh, the powers of these. The experiment required deliberately infecting children with the disease. Uh, so problem reaction solution. Let's infect these fucking kids and then let's fucking see the reaction and then we'll provide the solution. Uh, it sounds like Operation Northwood to me. Uh, it also says the Krugman study was controversial from the start. As Chewie said, the critics were eventually silenced by permission letters obtained from each child's parents. In reality, offering one's child Offering one's child to the experiment was oftentimes the only way to guarantee admittance into the overcrowded institution. How? That sounds pretty fucking relevant, especially when it comes to the COVID vaccine, because there's a lot of cruises and shit now. The COVID passport, the COVID fucking, you got your papers. Like you could go on a cruise, but we need to see that you've had your fucking COVID vaccine. Same fucking modus operandi. It's the same fucking strategy, just a different fucking, I don't know, recipe or. Uh, it, well, it's the same recipe, just different fucking ingredients. That's pretty fucking mind-blowing. Pretty fucking mind-blowing. But hey, that's the, that's the powers of be. All right. All right, bro, I'm back. Have, you're good. Uh, so uh, I was just going on about Operation Paperclip and how... Uh, well, the last thing I said was, this is, wasn't mine. The offering one's child to the experiment was oftentimes the only way to guarantee admittance into the overcrowded institution. Doesn't that sound like the COVID passport? Like, listen, you can go on the cruise, but we need to see your COVID papers, your COVID vaccine papers. And I was telling uh, your listeners, it's the same fucking ingredients or the same fucking ingredient. I guess it's the same fucking uh, strategy or whatnot, just different ingredients, dude. Like, it's the same fucking thing as today. Like, hey, yeah, you can go on the cruise because now all cruises require you to have your fucking COVID vaccine passport, you know? Holy Same fucking strategy. Hey, yeah, we'll, we'll, allow, we'll allow your kid to fucking come to fucking school here, but you got to let it, you got to fucking do this, you know? Bro, that's, that's fucking accurate as fuck, bro. Yep. That, it, it's a way, dude, that's literally right there. That's an archon fucking tactic. Like literally, uh, they they will, they get you to fucking take the step yourself. Like you said, they can't fucking put the drill. They can't draw anything from scratch. But once humanity, or once they have tricked us into, okay, I'll let you infect me with hepatitis C so that I can get a part of your fucking overcrowded institution. Boom, that's all they needed. You just gave them. You put one piece. You put one line on the, the blank canvas. They can create. As long as there's something, a blank line or something on that canvas, they can fucking warp it and manipulate it however they want. But they have to get you to fucking put something on the canvas. Mm-hmm. 
and they get you while you're weak too because you're like fuck my child's mentally handicapped he needs help well they're like well we could help him in this institution but um you know just get him infected with a hepatitis and <laughs> we'll see what happens <laughs> yep mm-hmm and it's like uh and i'm sure that's what they do they, they play on parents as a parent they play on your empathy they play on your heartstrings they don't fucking have the empathy they don't have those heartstrings but they fucking know how to manipulate and play off the actual the electromagnetic the, the heart is the most powerful organ in the body dude it has like a, a electromagnetic field that stretches like some 10 feet on all sides of you they fucking know how to play on those heartstrings very well very true man all right, this is, here we go. This is a this, this is another fucking crazy one. The Operation Midnight Climax. Who the fuck names these operations? Like, hey, listen, hold on, really? Could you imagine like some guy? Hold on, listen, General. We the, the, the operation name. We want you to know how you think. We're gonna call it Operation Midnight Climax. It sounds like a fucking glory hole romp. Like Midnight Climax. Pick some different names. Anyways. Initially established in the 1950s, again, as a subproject of a CIA-sponsored mind control research program, Operation Midnight Climax sought to study the effects of LSD on individuals. We mentioned that earlier. In San Francisco and New York, unconsenting subjects were lured to safe houses by prostitutes on the CIA payroll. Again, yes, there are prostitutes on the CIA payroll. Unknowingly given LSD and other mind-altering substances and monitored from behind one-way glass. Though the safe houses were shut down in 1965, quote unquote, when it was discovered that the CIA was administering LSD to human subjects, Operation Midnight Climax was a theater for extensive research on sexual blackmail, which still happens today, surveillance technology, and the use of mind-altering drugs on field operations. Think about that, dude. You want to know how politicians and the people in positions of power are blackmailed, compromised? Here's a really good fucking example. If you're given fucking unbeknownst to you, given LSD or something or a mind-altering substance, and then you are put in a compromising situation with an underage prostitute in a CIA safe house where the CIA is filming this, they have something on you. They own you from that point. Dude, it's like you're you're fucking, it's all rigged. You know, they, they fucking set you up from the beginning. That's exactly right, dude. Like they, they that's how they talk. We're talking about these dudes are so clever. I mean, there's no wisdom behind any of this shit. This is just like diabolical cleverness. That's all it is, man. And it's it's an experience. Because uh, they've been doing it for a long time. Right, dude. Like there, there's no. This is not about. This is about how to control, how to manipulate, how to compromise, how to control this is about that's all this is this isn't about expanding the mind there's nothing about this that is related to expanding the mind trying to understand consciousness uh how the brain works no this is about control manipulation compromise and downright uh like whatever else uh what would it be like uh control dude that's, that's all it is it's, it's literally we need a host but we need that host that we need uh we have to control that host uh it's it's just fucking crazy. This is, again, 1950s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now that after you explained it, now the whole name, the operation name, it made sense, right? Midnight Climax. Yeah, now it does. <laughs> With prostitutes. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Dude, and, like, we're talking about, so 
these are just, this is going into like just a brief synopsis or a brief synopsis of what the project was. These people that conducted these experiments, I guarantee you, like they're conducting these experiments, experiments, I'm sorry, <laughs> the experiments, you have to, you have to keep in mind that numerology, certain days would weigh heavy into this because uh, of the certain magnetic pull of the planets and the astrological implications. You have to imagine that the witching hour, when they would actually do this to these people, the, the, when the energy field of our reality might have been thin or a little bit more thin and more heavy, whatnot, they're, they're doing this. They'll just pick a random day. Like this, they're very diabolical. And as far as uh, the Super Bowl halftime show two years ago, the, where the Chiefs played, that was held on a satanic ritual day. It was Ingrid's day. And during halftime show, the halftime Super Bowl party or show was literally. Shakira and Jennifer Lopez doing a festival, a ritual to Ingrid, which was basically a, a fertilization ritual. That that's how that's how fucking clever, and that's really what what they're doing. And this this is just a brief synopsis of what they were doing. But you have to know that these people that were conducting these experiments were doing this in such a fucking way that was just detail oriented to the T. Yeah, you're 100 percent right. And they know exactly what they're doing and they do it right under our noses. Yep. Just like, uh, I mean, Oh, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Right. No, you're right. Keep going. Oh, I was just going to say just like, you know, under our noses, just like this study of humans accidentally, accidentally exposed to fallout radiation. Get ready for some more fucked up shit, right? <laughs> but, uh, and, and again, the 1950s, 1954, study of response of human beings exposed to significant beta and gamma radiation due to fallout from high yields weapons, known better as Project 4.1, was a medical study conducted by the U.S. of red- residents of Marshall Islands, when the Castle Bravo nuclear test resulted in a yield larger than originally expected, the government instituted a top secret study to quote unquote, elevate the severity of radiation injury to those accidentally exposed, though most resources agree the exposure was unintentional. Many Marshallese believe project 4.1 was planned and before the Castle Bravo test, in all, 239 Marshallese were exposed to significant levels of radiation. Now, it sounds fucked up, but if you look up radiation, it's, dude, radiation will destroy your DNA, yo. This is beyond fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yep. And dude, it's so much plausible deniability through compartmentalization. Well... You know, uh, we'll just look the other way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, fucking, well, again, just a lab rat, dude. Mm-hmm. And it was unintentional. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, bullshit. This is what, like, this is, uh, again, uh, this, was, this is about uh, what radiation was doing to the DNA. Because like you said, radiation fucks DNA up bad. Yep, one like there's there's few things will damage DNA that bad. 
One of them, one of them is fire, and the next one is radiation, and that's why you know when you burn a body, they can't identify you by DNA. It literally destroys the DNA, it breaks it down. So radiation again, it fucks shit up. That's why there's you know there's people still have the defects from World War Two, you know, from Hiroshima and all that. We dropped the bombs and people are still having birth defects. You know, like fucking how long ago was that? You know, 1945. Dude, that's why they have to identify burn victims sometimes through dental records because they can't fucking get a DNA match, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yep. Uh, well, and here we go. This, this uh, transitions a little bit. Uh, all the stuff we've talked about so far, this is uh, here's the mother one. And we've mentioned this several times already, Project MKUltra. Uh, Project MKUltra is the code name of a CIA-sponsored research operation that experimented in human behavioral engineering. That's mind control. From 1953 to 1973, that's a 20-year program. That's fucking nuts. The program employed various metho uh, methodologies. Jesus Christ. Methodologies. Am I saying that right? No, I'm stupid. Methodologies. <laughs> it, various methods. To manipulate the mental states of American and Canadian citizens. All right, there we did a perfect up there, eh? I love hockey. I don't know why. These unwitting human test subjects were plied with LSD and other mind-altering drugs, hypnosis, sensory deprivation, isolation, verbal and sexual abuse. Sound familiar? Sounds like Project QK Hilltop and the other uh, mm -hmm. Operation Midnight Climax. Various forms of torture. Trauma-based mind control, compartmentalization of a certain personality through trauma, the implementation of trauma, and basically programming you. That's what they were doing. They were fucking breaking you down and programming you. Research occurred at universities, hospitals, prisons, and pharmaceutical companies. Though the project sought to develop, quote-unquote, chemical materials capable of, of employment in clandestine operations, unquote. Project MKUltra was ended by a congressional commission investigation into CIA activities within the U.S. Project MKUltra, quote, was ended. It didn't end. It was given a new fucking name and transferred to a different fucking wing or a different uh, team of scientists. It just continues very much so to this day. So the uh, next that aspect of the project. Yep. Dude, that's that's, there you go, dude. That's declassified. The MK Ultra files. Like, go look it up. Uh, and there's a picture. CIA infiltrated 17 area groups, gave out LSD. And here's another crazy thing, dude. The height, the Ashbury District, the Grateful Dead, the the rise of the hippie culture. The, dude, Jerry Garcia. There's evidence to suggest suggest Jerry Garcia had CIA ties, and how this Grateful Dead was used as a way to fucking push some of these mind altering substances on you know the American public, uh, and then the counterculture you know what i mean uh mm -hmm. it's, it's just like the radiation thing they fucking they will provide a problem and then they will see how we react and then they will provide a solution uh familiar like <laughs> fucking rats in a trap fish in a barrel dude fish in a barrel yeah and you know like we've said before dude you know those of you listening you don't have to take our word for it you can look it up yourself mk ultra all these other projects some crazy fucking shit. It's like the um, the oh, yeah. I, I I would I would dude. I, I I'm I'm telling right now. Like you know, prove us wrong. Like by all means, please do your own research. Like go go prove us wrong. Go fucking find. Don't believe us. Go go to the National Archives, the Smithsonian, whatever you got to do. 
go find, you'll find several sources, go fucking correlate and do some investigation. Just find anomalies, tie this shit together. And if you really, if you really fucking put the time in, if you're really interested, you got to put the time in though. You can't just say, well, I looked for Google on 10 minutes, didn't find anything. No, come on, do some work. It's not that hard. Like it, it's the problem, it's the uh, problem solving strategy. Like if you really try to connect dots and you really, you go looking for this information, law of attraction, you'll fucking see that what we're telling you uh, do we wish this was real? I wish this wasn't real. I wish that our fucking government wasn't doing this shit to us. That's that's how scary and fucked up and freaked out. That's why we're te- that's why we're doing this tonight. Because look, listen, the people that run the show, they, there's something wrong about them. That's why we're telling you this because we want you to realize your true power and wow, you're how we're all giving it up to people who are fucking psychopaths. Sorry, Chewie, continue. Oh, no, man, you're 100% right. And that's why I love your show, by the way. You you break that down, bro. And I love how you don't just say stuff like, of course, we all use the Internet to do some research, but you bring books up, what page you're like this, that, like, yo, that's how I know you do your research. So by people that haven't heard of these things, they'll probably like, yo, these guys are talking some bullshit, but look it up. You know, I challenge you to look things up. And, but I'm telling you, it's a rabbit hole. It's like, like, you know, when you're horny and you go into Pornhub and you start looking at videos and next thing you know, you're like, what the fuck am I looking at? Like, how did I get here? <laughs> the bar is open. Sit back, grab a cold one and get ready for the news you didn't even know you needed. From the frozen wasteland of western North Dakota to the tropical playground of Florida, it's time for tales of wonder and amazement. Put the kids to bed and pour yourself a drink. Lock the doors and close the blinds. Break out the cocaine and hookers. It's time for Happy Hour News. Israeli Krav Maga. Sounds like some badass martial arts, right? Well, that's exactly what it is. In fact, the Israeli uh, special forces, they use this as self-defense techniques. Hey, in this crazy world, why not learn self-defense? Some of the most badass self-defense techniques out there. But get this, you get to learn it from a grand master. Yeah, Krav Maga grand master, Jacob Bressler. Yeah, he'll be hosting a martial arts seminar open to the public at Tucson Rising Phoenix Fitness and Defense. Saturday, May 15th, 12 p.m. until 4 p.m. Now get this, they also have sliding scale pricing. So if money's tight, they will work with you. These guys are amazing. Jacob Bressler is globally famous for his street smart combat technologies. Now, what are you waiting for? Take this amazing opportunity to learn real world self-defense teachings from hands down the most well-respected grandmaster in the Krav Maga global spectrum. So again, that's May 15th at Tucson Rising Phoenix Fitness and Defense. You can contact Jesse James Tucker for more information at 520-838-1592. Text or call. So again, that's 520-838-1592. The history and future of black people. A realistic assessment. Finally, a book that breaks free of the narrative. A book that takes on the misinformation of the white liberal. 
Learn how the Democratic Party created the KKK and Jim Crow laws that turned dogs and hoses on black Americans in the 1960s. Find out the real motive for affirmative action and purging the past. Follow along the exciting African battles in Zululand and Ethiopia where warriors with spears beat back advanced armies. Imagine a future of a Wakanda-like city being planned in Senegal by music artist Akon. This book has it all. Find out more at Amazon.com backslash author backslash Roderick Edwards. <laughs> kind of like that. You start looking up conspiracies and, you know, just fucked up shit that's happened like these, you know, like just like these experiments we're talking about right now. This shit really fucking happened like electric shock therapy on three-year-olds like what the fuck dude like like if i did that nowadays you know what would i i would hear FBI, open up! you know <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh and the only thing i'll add to that is the albert einstein quote condemnation without investigation is the height of ignorance it does not get more ignorant than somebody who's going to be talk shit and not like, hey, I'm not going to look into this, but I'm going to talk shit on you fellows who did look into this and are trying to, you know, relate this information. Like, that's ignorance. I'm sorry. That's ignorance. Dude, and that's most of the internet or people on social media, you know what I mean? You'll post something, they try and talk mm-hmm. shit, and they don't even know nothing about it. But, um... Right? And that's, again, that's the Red Dress program, dude. People are willing to literally die to defend the system that is trying to enslave them or that has enslaved them. That's the Red Dress program. Dude, that's, that shit's real, the red dress program, you know, because uh, uh, me and my homie Brian and his brother-in-law Frankie, we went to the Salt River Canyon down here where, you know, it's a river and you get your tubes and time together and these floating tubes and you know, take beer and shit and just drink and flow down the river. But we went to park our cars and at, there's a huge parking lot where you leave your car and there's bathrooms and little like food concession stands and shit. But there was this fucking hot ass chick, bro. She was fucking high in a bikini and she was walking towards the bathrooms and we're looking for a parking spot. And I'm like, God damn, she's fine as we're driving by. And then like my my homie Brian's like staring at her, too. I can see him through my peripherals. But the driver, Frankie, like he goes over a curve like and I'm like, oh, shit, dude, we're all like, what the fuck? And then we all look back at the girl at the same time. <laughs> and then the girl just laughs and keeps yeah. on. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, bro. We were all staring at that ass. Even the fucking driver. Yo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, that reminds me. Have you ever heard that? You saying that you ever heard of a uh, honeypot? You know, I only heard of that through that, that movie, the interview when he's like, Hey, you're trying to honey pot me and he's over here just in case I'm gay and he's here to honey dick me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was in that movie. That's crazy. Uh, well, yeah, yeah dude, look, look up. Why don't you explain that a little bit if you, if you want? Well, uh, it would be like something that's uh, either a confidential informant or uh, it's a really fucking hot girl. Like it's a super attractive girl that it's, it's going to make you fucking totally disregard 
your logic, your fucking rational rationale, anything, because well, holy shit, look at that ass. And if uh, people like, listen, I'll be the first to tell you, I'll admit this has happened to me. Like I fucking was willfully ignorant and blind to my own fucking just, I don't know, destruction because of fucking an ass. You know what I mean? Like I was in denial. I literally was like, hey, I'm happy to sacrifice all that shit, everything I believe in, if for because I see that bubble butt. You know what I mean? Honey, that's a real dude. And whether they, uh, again, the MK Ultra dude, they can activate and deactivate a certain victim or asset to go in and perform some sort of mission or objective or whatnot honeypots whoever sent them on a local state federal level whatever uh, i guess organization or federal agency they're involved with um honeypots are it's very much a real thing it's it's a it's a strategy or a tactic that uh the powers that be or the the i guess the strategic what am i saying the intelligence community it's how they extract information. It's how they seriously they they're using the human psyche. They're using the sex and how how they know how men think. And it's not just men because they're they're male honeypots. You know, it's not just straight people either. Uh, the honey, but, but that's uh, that you saying that exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. But, but you you're so right. Like how you all, you guys all three looked at that fucking hot ass chick like. Uh, Hell, reptilian brain, man, it's just fucking crazy. It's your primal yeah. instinct to breed, you know. <laughs> That's our weakness, bro. Yep. Yep. Warm-blooded Americans. But uh, talking about honey dick, you know, just in, in, you know, for the <laughs> for the homosexuals out there, there's another project by the government called the Aversion Project. 1969. Oh, that's a good year, right? 69. <laughs> Uh, during South Africa, oh, what happened? What, dude? Fucking sixty nine, bro. It, it reminds me of that one song. Was that the summer of sixty nine? That'd be perfect for this project. Brian Adams. Brian Adams. Yeah, I, I'm surprised it doesn't say in that song. Wine, I'm done. I'm sixty nine. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's gonna be on a share, bro. Wine, I'm done. I'm sixty nine. But um, yep. during South Africa's um, what, what the fuck, just dude, detestable. <laughs> it means like awful. Oh, why can't they just say awful? They gotta pick these big fucking words for us. I'm like, drunk, what the know? fuck is that? These table. <laughs> what a detestable. Detestable. Detestable apartheid era. <laughs> Thousands of homosexuals were handed over to. The care of Dr. Aubrey Levin, an army colonel and psychologist convinced he could, quote unquote, cure homosexuals at the Vortrekker Hongt. What the fuck is that? Fucking German? But a <laughs> military hospital near Pretoria, Levin used electroconvulsive aversion therapy to re re reorientate his patients electrodes were strapped to a patient's upper arm with wires running to a dial calibrated from one to ten homosexual men were shown pictures of naked men and encouraged to fantasize at which point the patient was subject to severe shocks when levin was warned that he could 
you know, he would be named an abuser of human rights. He immigrated to Canada where he currently works at a teaching hospital. Now, what the fuck, right? Jesus. It's like, yo, do you find this guy hot? And then they shock you. <laughs> That's just fucking, I don't, I mean, okay. So I guess the only thing I have to say about this is uh, I have one rule in life. And this ironic is kind of the rules I fucking bypassed. Or I've, I've told people this for a long time. Like I only have one rule for people and, and for myself. Like if, if the world, it just, People should not interfere in free will, the manipulation of free will, the interference of free will. I don't care if you're gay, straight, Muslim, Jewish. Like, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Um, it doesn't matter if you think a naked man is sexy to me. I don't care. If you're a man and you think another man's sexy, I don't give a fuck. But if you try to impose that will upon me, that's where I have issues. You know what I'm saying? This, this is just a, a representation of like mm-hmm. just the, the free will, the interference in free will, the interference of – because free will very much, a, I guess, is a – a direct correlation to infinite consciousness like the the universe all these people on the planet are just different expressions totally unique in a subjective manner to the overall infinite ocean of consciousness but that's that's what man that's what the ego uh of i guess the the reptilian brain the the low vibrational thought process of people who wish to control humanity and the masses like they think that they no, you should not think that this man is sexy. I don't give a fuck. Like as long as you don't fucking try to get me to think the man's sexy, I I like women. I don't give a shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it just blows my. It's like God. It's like man. The ego of man trying to, like, well, God was wrong here. Let's try to correct God. Like, like get the fuck out of here. Right? Like, who are you, bro? <laughs> yeah, it's just like it takes a pretty fucking. That's pretty fucking weird. And awful that man think. Well, I think what God meant to say, like, now you don't get to decide that, sir. Like, get the fuck out. Yeah. And these are the people that are in charge of everything, you know. Exactly. I I love that, Drew. And you know, I don't mean to get political or religious or whatever, but you know, that's how I feel about you know the Bible and certain books where like, you know, where man says, "Oh, God said this." God said it's like, yeah, you get to say what well, God said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God like right you know what i mean like, like god says homosexuals are bad like what are you, are you saying that or are you just saying god said that like did he really say that right and what the king james bible has like what thirty-one thousand translation errors like and people like it's like well listen like that's a fucking terrible well i think what he meant to say is you know it's, it's bad like you don't get to decide that sir and don't be telling people that because you're a some fuck who fucking like the ego of you sir you know what i mean and people just like yeah well mm-hmm. he's got a point like no 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 doesn't have a point like he, that guy is sitting here trying to get you the masses or the congregation to think how he thinks that's a form of control you know what i mean that's I ego. That. that's fucking literally it, it is that's all it is man it's like it's, it's fucking it's fucking awful dude and people just go along with it because they don't fucking either they don't want to fucking think for themselves or they don't want to fucking they're worried about how other people are going to think about them it's like, uh, no, like fucking, well, how do you feel about it? You know, how do you feel? What, what is your interpretation of what it says here? What is your interpretation of what you think God was meaning? Don't fucking look to the, the middleman for an interpretation. Well, this is what the, the reverend or the pastor, or the, it doesn't matter, the, the guru, this is what they say that God meant to say. Like, no, you're an aspect of God. Why don't you come to your own fucking conclusion? What do you think 
God meant here because you are an in, like literal and individual interpretation and aspect of the infinite. You are God for, I guess, for lack of a better phrase. So what do you think? If you are an aspect of God. Why can't you decide what you think God meant to say? Because you are an aspect of the Godhead. I love that. Everyone. And when you're talking about this whole, you know, people use effort control and all this and that, you know what I think? I think I don't want to live on this planet anymore. <laughs> or sometimes I'll, oh my I'll god be, right sometimes i'll be like FBI, open up! oh fuck that's the wrong button hold on i'm sorry go ahead you oh my bad i just said i've been drinking bro <laughs> yeah well Uh, I may, may or may not uh, also same thing here. Uh, that FBI thing, that's so funny. It reminds me of uh, Phillips. Is it Phillips Schneider? No, Will Co Bill, William Cooper. Like it's fucking just. Uh, <laughs> there's a, there's a, yeah, there's a war for. Uh, yeah, they, uh, well, they don't want to, they can't, they can't have people. They can't have people, like they can't have people coming to the realization that uh, oh my god like if everybody on the planet realized like oh my god i'm an individual aspect of god and not not come to that realization or that that conclusion or start to formulate a life where you think that you're the messiah no like you create your own reality there are things that you can sharpen up as far as what you have like what your faults are but a lot of people do they fucking are literally incapable of being accountable or even realizing Like what it is that's so fucking narcissistic or evil. They they have the inability to literally, I guess, uh, identify the evil within them within themselves. You know, and that the Nakamadi scrolls talk about that. Mm -hmm. Like they the archons have a way to implant a thought or get you to maybe think about something dirty and then carry that dirty thought out and then just continue to fucking trench your way into that fucking mode. Of thinking, which is even more depraved, deprived, sadistic, evil. They just you just walk yourself into a rut. Um, Next thing you know, I you're masturbating I with inverted grip. That's hysteria. That, that that's hysteria. Yeah. And before you know it, you're a woman. And you want to go to work. <laughs> just fucking crazy, dude. And you know what, dude? Here's here's an uh, ironic thing about that too. Did you know the Rockefeller Foundation was very instrumental in the feminist movement the rockefeller foundation and think about this they're like listen women are staying at home that means that we, we don't get to tax them if we could somehow create a movement and i'm not bashing the feminist movement at all I'm, you can go look this up the rockefellers they're like we could we're only taxing 50 of the population right now because women are staying at home if we could create this movement for, for, for women to feel like entitled and empowered or whatnot they're going to want to go out go to work now We can tax more of the fucking population, get more of the fucking social security, more just parasites off the other 50% of the population that's not doing anything but staying at home. That there's yeah. there's a reason and an agenda. On the surface, they 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 hide behind, hey, we're trying to empower women. No, they just wanted to parasite energy off the, the a certain section of the population that wasn't fucking they weren't getting that energy from. That's all that is. Yo, dude, I have never thought about that. That's wow. Holy shit! You just blew my mind, yo. That that that's the that's the thinking. That's how fucking sadistic and clever these people are. They will hide behind 
well, we're doing it for this reason. No, motherfuckers, you're doing it because you're not getting the energy from the 50% of the population that's not in the workforce. That's all you care about. You want the you want to parasite the energy, the finance. You just you want a parasite. You need a host. You want to you want to latch on as a parasite to the other 50% of the population that you're not siphoning energy from right now. That's all that was. I love the way you think, bro. And um, wow, <laughs> wow, dude. It's But, a brave uh, new world. Hey, and you speak the truth, man. And But uh, why don't you tell us about um, some more prison inmates that were, you know, like you mentioned earlier, lab rats, right? Universe 25, um, some more medical experiments. <laughs> so this is, I, I believe we're talking about the Stanford prison experiment, correct? Mm-hmm. Or are we talking about this? Okay, Stanford prison experiment. Yes, okay. Conducted at the Stanford University from August, at Stanford University from August 14th, 1971. The Stanford prison experiment was an investigation into the causes of conflict between military guards and prisoners. 24 male students were chosen in randomly assigned roles of prisoners and guards. They were then situated in a specially designed mock prison in the basement of the Stanford Psychology Building. Those subjects assigned to be guards enforced authoritarian measures and subjected the prisoners to psychological torture. Surprisingly, many of the prisoners accepted the abuses. Uh, though the experiment exceeded the expectations of all the researchers, it was abruptly ended after only six days. Son of a bitch. Damn. Damn, bro. What the fuck? Like, they're like, that's enough. That's psychological enough. torture. Right? Uh, like, think about this. If people think about this, like, people think that a, a form of torture would be to, like, just brutally torture you and murder you. No. Like if you're if you're trying to keep a, a if you're trying to ensue or prolongate or no prolong sorry that's not even a word prolongate if you're trying to prolong the ability to siphon energy and to gain sustenance because keep in mind the the Nakamadi scrolls and a lot of these ancient mystics talk about a force that's just outside visible light that's able to literally they feed off of energy um, it's a parasite. If, if they can't do that, if all they do is literally torture you and then murder you, they, if they can keep you alive in a state of disharmony and fear and anxiety, that they're, they're in, I guess they're ensuring uh, their own sustenance and their own food supply for mm -hmm. much longer. You know what I mean? So rather than just brutally torture you and murder you immediately, no, a better form of torture from these six bucks is to keep you alive. And to literally put you through, it's, it's a targeted individual, it's game stalking, to isolate you and literally have you live the rest of your life in a state of depression, that's, that's, that's literally giving them uh, a form of sustenance for years to come. It's just like the, the Matrix movies, the Machine City, keeping those people alive, but basically in a vegetative state so that they could siphon their energy. Dude, for real. And that's why in the Bible, like, I don't mean to get religious again, but you know I'll, i'll keep it short but um suicide is a sin and that's because back in those days when they had a whole bunch of slaves all they did was fucking slave away their whole life and then fucking die well some of them figured out well if i fucking kill myself i don't have to fucking live through this torture so they made this rule 
they're, they're like, they convinced the slaves. They're like, hey, if you commit suicide, you're going to go to hell. You're going to go to a worse place. And you're going to suffer even longer for eternity. So that's how they kept slaves from committing suicide and get more work out of them. Like, <laughs> so it kind of reminds me of what you're talking about. Yeah, that's fucking. And, and, but the catch 22 of that is, but you were born into this world and you're born with original sin. Like, like what the damn if I do, damn if I don't. You're telling me that I'm born with original sin, but I can't fucking commit suicide because I'll go to hell. I'm going to hell anyways, where it's hell on earth. What the fuck do you want from me? You know, well, I want you to build this fucking pyramid. Shut your fucking mouth and build this pyramid. Exactly. And, but you know what? You know, not only that, but also we've, we've also, you know, talking about slaves and, but they've also done studies and experiments on, you know, less fortunate people like, like this, you know, you promise people you're going to give them free healthcare, but instead you give them fucking syphilis and experiment on them. All right. 1932, the U S public health service began working with the Tuskegee Institute to track the natural progression of untreated syphilis. Now, I don't know what you know about syphilis, but this is fucking bad, right? Syphilis will fuck you up and it will eat up your brain, right? Now, 600 poor, illiterate male sharecroppers were found and hired in Macoon County or Macon County, Alabama. Of the 600 men, only 399 had previously contracted syphilis. And none were told that they had a life-threatening disease. They're like, it's okay. It's okay. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> Instead, they were told they were receiving free health care, meals, and even burial insurance in exchange for participating. Hey, can't beat that, right? That's a good deal. Even after penicillin oh, yeah. was proven an effective cure for syphilis in 1947, the study continued until 1972. In addition, the original subjects, victims of the study included wives who contracted the disease and children who were born with congenital, congenital syphilis. In 1997, President Bill Clinton formally apologized to those affected by what is it called the most infamous biomedical experiment in U.S. history. Fuck, right? Listen, hey, I'll tell you, uh, I'd just like to apologize. Uh, I didn't know. We didn't know. Uh, them boys, uh, they, they cut, it was a good time. They had a good time. We gave them free meals. Uh, they had a life insurance barrier. Uh, but, uh, you know, they burned a little bit, but uh, we, we apologize. And uh, yeah, he had some cocaine with me. Like, Jesus Christ. Well, hey, he apologized. And, you know, the strawberry milkshake. I tell you what, if you could, if you participate in this little experiment for me, I'm gonna give you fucking free meal, strawberry shake every day. All right, you can get to fuck some prostitutes. It's a pretty good deal. What do you think, huh? I'm gonna give you your wife's gonna give it to me. We won't tell her, you know. Gee, oh, well, that sounds like a hell of a good deal. Listen, bitch, here's the deal, okay? I think it's a fantastic opportunity for you to go in there and get a free meal, and maybe a strawberry shake, but you're also gonna get syphilis. I hope that you know that, darling. Like, fuck. <laughs> Bro, you know, there's a lot of pressure being the president. If I was U.S. president, I would kind of sound something like this. Look, here's, I'm kind of retarded. 
<laughs> that oh would my be my God. speech. Did you just get up there in the State of the Union, say that, and then like that say fucking everybody just stands like and you just walk out like God damn, that's pretty good, you know. <laughs> everybody claps. Yeah. Oh my god. As long as Nancy Pelosi doesn't clap, I don't give a fuck. If she starts clapping, like I'm out. Like, no, you sit down, like don't be clapping for that. Fuck you. You you you're trying to make chicken noodles illegal. Fuck you. I love chicken noodles. My grandma used to give me chicken noodles. You won't make that illegal. Fuck you, Nancy. I grew up on that. <laughs> Right. Listen, hey, Hillary, she tries to make chicken noodles now. You want if you want to make it illegal for Hillary to make chicken noodles, I'm all for it because I fucking hate her chicken noodles. But I want my grandma's chicken noodles, so stop our shake right now, please. <laughs> Amen. Uh, um, dude, uh, again. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. I was just gonna say again, pretty fucking standard op- of modus operandi for Archon thinking. Let's get these people, let's fucking trick them into, you know, hey putting the fucking a, a, a line on the blank canvas and from that standpoint we can warp manipulate and do whatever we want with that fucking line but we have to have you fucking at least draw that first line and they do that by we're going to give you a free meal you're going to have a laugh and you know you have all everything's going to be taken care of but you're also going to be a syphilis don't worry about that you know like, uh, it's treatable don't worry hey dude i gotta pee really quick but uh yeah go ahead continue man all right. Um, the next one, and I'm gonna read this one and we'll try to change this up a little bit. Uh, read this Earl. Uh, well, maybe not. Well, Milgram experiment. We'll continue on here. 1961. Stanley Milgram, a psychologist at Yale University. Ironically, Yale University, which is the home of Skull and Bones, which is where George W. Bush, John Kerry, Herbert Walker Bush, Prescott Bush. Uh, you know, the who's who's of scumfucks in the skull and bones. Look it up. Secret Society at Yale University. Uh, 1961, Stanley Milgram began a series of social psychology experiments that measured the willingness of test subjects to obey an authority figure. Conducted only three months after the start of the trial of German Nazi war criminal Adolf Eichmann, Milgram's experiment sought to answer the question, could it be that Eichmann and his million, and his million accomplices in the Holocaust were just following orders. Uh, in, okay, let me re- restart that. Milligram's experiment sought to answer the question, quote, could it be that Eichmann and his million accomplices in the Holocaust were just following orders, end quote. In the experiment, two participants, one secretly an actor and one an unwitting test subject, were separated into two rooms where they could hear but not see each other. The test subject would then read a series of questions to the actor, Punishing each wrong answer with an electric shock. What is it about electricity that fucking I don't understand? Though many people would indicate their desire to stop the experiment, almost all subjects continued when they were told they would not be held responsible or that they would not be any there would not be any permanent damage. That's the conformity is right there. Like, oh wow. Is that's that's what Michael Scott says in the office. I want all the credit, but none of the blame. Uh as long as I don't have to be held responsible, I'm happy to follow orders and fucking do whatever awful fucking thing there is. Uh, again, departmentalization and uh, pretty standard modus operandi for a schism force to trick humanity, an empathetic human being, into doing something sadistic, uh, but also not having to uh, be accountable for it. That's pretty fucking. All right, I'm back, bro. 
uh, what a world, what a world. Uh, so we were just uh, saying, this talks about the basically, uh, let me just read the last part of this. So many people would indicate their desire to stop the experiment. Almost all subjects continued when they were told they would not be held responsible or that they would not be doing any permanent damage. So tricking people into doing sadistic things as, as long as that person understands or they're aware that they will not be blamed for it. Um, and it talks about, could it be that Eichmann and his million accomplices in the Holocaust were just following orders? Uh, conducted only three months after the start of the trial in German Nazi war criminal Adolf Eichmann, it basically measured a willingness of test subjects to obey an authority figure. Um, obey, it basically obey how to, how to program somebody to carry out something that might be against their own personal philosophy or their own empathetic stance, as long as the, the, the person understands, like, hey, I'll do this, but I, I don't want to be held accountable. It's the conformity. It's the, the thought police. Uh -oh. it's, the, uh, it's how you steer society. It's, it's uh, right there, dude. It's just, just uh, the manipulation of free will. He's like, I'm just doing my job. <laughs> exactly. Listen, I was just following orders. And again, it's interesting. Uh, this Stanley Milgram is the guy who began the series of social psychological psychology experiments. Yale University. Where, what is Yale University also famous for? Skull and Bones Secret Society. Prescott Bush, the father of George Herbert Walker Bush and the grandfather of George W. Bush, was the founder of Skull and Bones. Uh, George Herbert Walker Bush was a member of Skull and Bones. Um, George W. Bush was a member of Skull and Bones. John Kerry is a member of Skull and Bones. George W. Bush's grandfather, Prescott Bush, who founded Skull and Bones Secret Society, also uh, was basically funneling money to the Nazis. Uh, you know, and oh, that's shit. how these, this force, this, this, yeah, they play both sides against each other. Like literally, you can look this up. Through, I think it was the Union Banking Company or something like that, but they 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 were always shut down with the trading or like the treasonous trading with the enemy act. Prescott Bush was a Nazi sympathizer, a father and a grandfather to two American presidents, George Herbert Walker Bush. Well, Barbara and I just want to say that uh, Daddy, uh, he loved the Nazis, and well, uh, well, Barbara, you know, there you go. You, you can look it up. It's fucking yeah, crazy. you're right. The uh, Skull and Bones, they were funding a bank. That was funding the Nazis, and that's because they believe yep. in population population control, and anybody who didn't believe what they believe, or you know, you weren't blonde hair, blue eyed, you know, you were gonna die. Goddamn right. Uh, and speaking of the Nazis, let's. Uh, I'm gonna get your thoughts on this. The Nazi human experimentation is if you want to uh, cover that one, sir. Oh, gotta love it, right? Some more of a, <laughs> some more fucked up shit. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so over the course of the Third Reich or Reich and the Holocaust, Nazi Germany conducted a series of medical experiments on Jews, POWs, Romani, and other persecuted groups. The experiments were conducted in concentration camps and in most cases resulted in death. Go figure, right? Disfigurement or permanently disabled. Especially disturbing experiments included attempts to genetically manipulate twins, bone, muscle, 
and nerve transplants. Oh. Now think of how fucking complicated that is and painful, right? God. Exposure to disease and chemical gases, sterilization, and anything else the infamous Nazi doctors could think of. After the war, these crimes were tried as part of Nuremberg trial and ultimately led to the development of Nuremberg Code of Medical Ethics, which is a whole nother fucking rabbit hole. <laughs> what they're not telling you is like the, the gophers, the people that were following orders were the ones who were put on trial. The real, like the, the, the brains behind all this operation were fucking given new identities, snuck into the United States as Project Paperclip, and then put to work at NASA, the FBI, CIA, and all these other fucking intelligence agencies and scientific fucking organizations uh, and allowed to carry the shit on. So basically, you have uh, here, you have the Nazis who thought of the Jews as something of, along the lines of like just cattle. Like, who cares? Like, there's, they're here for our fucking experimentation. I don't, we don't give a shit about the pain. I just that nerve transplantation like oh my god like that's fucked that's just fucked dude way beyond fucked that, that, imagine that, that, how painful that is like and complicated oh yeah and you know what it's just like it, 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 well that one didn't work let's fucking okay throw that person aside burn him whatever bring another one in we'll just fucking go of either a little bit more or a little bit less until we fucking perfect it using exactly. this that's using it, that's yeah, dude. That's not there. Yeah, that's that's inorganic. That's apathetic. That for people who do that shit, they don't. They're not human. The humans don't do that to other humans. You know what I mean? Well, you know what's crazy, Drew? If you thought what happened in the Nazi concentration camps, why don't you tell me about um, what's it? Uh, Unit Seven Thirty One. There's some Ooh, fucked up uh, shit that went on there as well, dude. Yeah, I remember you talked about this several times, Chewy. I mean, you mentioned this several times over the course of your uh, your program. I've heard you talk about this. Uh, from 1937 to 1945, uh, the Imperial Japanese Army developed a covert biological and chemical warfare research experiment called Unit 731. Based in the large city of Harbin, Unit 731 was responsible for some of the most atrocious war crimes in history. Chinese and Russian subjects, men, women, children, infants, infants. The elderly and pregnant women were subjected to experiments which included the removal of organs from a live body, amputation for the study of blood loss, germ warfare attacks, Jesus, and weapons testing. Some prisoners even had their stomachs surgically removed and their esophagus reattached to the intestines. Oh, wow. Uh, many of the scientists involved in Unit 731 rose to prominent careers in politics, academia, business, in medicine uh i dude i have no words that does it get more evil and does it get more fucked up than, than that i don't i really don't know um <laughs> right like is that fuck uh, or what um do, and dude, like the only thing that comes to mind like people want to know i don't care it doesn't matter if it was the imperial japanese like japanese or not People want to know, like, what are we up against? What are you up against? What is your What are your children face? What is the force that's gunning for your consciousness, your awareness? What? Who is? Who are the people? What's the mindset of the the powers that be that are targeting your individual sovereignty? This is the mindset. This is what we're up against. 
you and I, like that's the, it, it's awful for me. And I, I, you and me are both quote unquote in the woke crowd. But to read that, to think about that, to realize like that, that's what we're up against. And it's fucking disheartening. And it's really scary to think about. And it's almost impossible to even, uh, I guess, uh, derive a fucking plan or any sort of strategy to how are we going to defeat that? Because you and I can't do that. Like it's going to take something that vibrates and, and is in resident, I guess, a resonance of something that fucking literally has a vibration that is so fucking above and beyond. It's a revolution of the mind. Like we're not going to defeat these people. Like you're not going to defeat these people by doing the same shit that they're doing to us. You know what I mean? Like hate begets hate. That's what yep. they want. Like this is what we're up against. This is the mentality. This is the the evil. The level of apathetic destruction and how they view the individual conscious like i guess a human body of uh, a soul it's not, it's not just those people have souls everybody has infinite consciousness they had they had electromagnetic uh i guess they had electricity running through their bodies like they, they were alive um this is literally a representation of just what this planet is up against and who has manipulated and coerced their way into fucking almost every position of power and this is who's steering the ship. This is the mentality that is steering our planet. And uh, again, Chewie and I, we don't uh, we don't say this lightly. This is fucked up. This is this is this is the shit that they're not going to tell you. You watch the five o'clock, six o'clock news, and it's all fucking uh, high production or a really big production value. Like they got fucking cool sets, and you know this is uh, they're not telling you the real shit. They're not telling you. They're telling you the movie. You want to know the mentality of what. Uh, the star seeds, you and I, the people listening to this, the Screaming Chewy show right now, the, those of you who are tuned in, like, you want to know, like, what exactly we're up against. This is the truth. And it sucks. It pisses you off and it makes you feel really sad or whatnot. But it's also, when you realize this, when you go through the, the death of the ego and like, holy shit, this, wow, this is real. This is what we're up against. From that point, after you face it, that's when we can start to, I guess, formulate a strategy or decide that we i don't want that we don't want this for our planet we don't want this for the species we don't want this for our our global community we don't want this for our children we don't want this for our neighbors i don't want this for my enemy dude you know uh i guess that's my thoughts mm -hmm. yeah that's some fucked up shit and like you were saying like we can't do that because we're not cold-blooded like that like can you fucking take somebody's organ out and i'm not talking about like if they killed your family or you got this vengeance on you like, let's say you just go to work and they're like, hey, today you're going to go and dissect this motherfucker while he's alive. Can you do that? You know? Yeah, dude, that's just like, yeah, it's, uh, it makes it, like, there's no fucking way. Like, it makes me sick. It's, like, think about that. Think about the, the person, probably, I'm sure that they were alive. Think about the person, the screaming, the, the pain, like, just how you would feel seeing, like, what you're doing to that person and how it's making them feel. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's a de what do they call it desensitizing themselves like some of these people that probably conducted these experiments the first time or two i don't know it might have been difficult but the more that they're i guess uh exposed to this type of shit it's the same thing just like we were talking about in pornhub you go to pornhub before you know it you're in a section like holy shit how the fuck did i get here it's the desensitizing <laughs> of the human psyche and before they know it people are just numb dude people just become numb man well by the time they're 30 40 like they're out there People become numb and they literally just cut themselves off from source, the infinite, uh, the consciousness. They just, they, they let this fucking evil take over yep. and run them, run themselves. 
for sure. Like, like you're saying, it just gets worse and worse. They get more cold blooded. And I mean, just think about experimenting on pregnant women, yo, with get, get this, get what year. I mean, it's got to be the 50 or 60s, yo, because it involves fucking radiation, right? Because it's shortly after World War II, all right? With the impending Cold War forefront on the midst of or minds of Americans, many medical researchers were preoccupied with the idea of radioactivity and chemical warfare. In an experiment with Vanderbilt University, 829 pregnant women were given, quote unquote, vitamin drinks. They were told it would improve their health and unborn babies instead the drinks contained radioactive iron and the researchers were studying how quickly the radio radiosotope crossed the placenta. So basically the radiation, how fast it would get to the baby. At least seven of the babies later died from cancers and leukemia and the women themselves experienced rashes, bruises, anemia, loss of hair, tooth and cancer. The fuck, right? Now, is that cold-blooded or what? Yeah, dude. We mentioned earlier that that's the war, the the war of the feminine energy, man. That's just uh, and very, very much so, like the feminine energy, the the Gaia force. Again, that that's your intuition, that's your empathy, like the Gaia force. Literally, um, if you read about it, like that's when you when you feel compassion and empathy, that's that's your feminine energy. It's the uh. I mean, it's just, it's, it's part of the hermetic philosophy. Again, there's got to be a balance. You know what I mean? Uh, and it, it, it's just a declared war on the, uh, the intuition and the empathy of the individual on a macro, on the microcosm level. And again, on the macro, macrocosm level, just awful, dude. If, if there's one thing, like, you, I'll, I'll say this, like, you, there's one thing that just that you don't fuck with babies. You don't fuck with the newborn. You don't fuck with pregnant women. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the people yep. that run the world, like, hey, no, let's fuck with women, pregnant women. Like that's just that that's a war on the, the reproduction of the species. You know what I mean? It's just that's fucked. And that's that, like I said, that's cycle. That's a psychopath, yo. Somebody who don't give a fuck, you know what I mean? They could put a baby or puppy in a microwave and watch them die, you know. Jesus, yeah, dude. Uh and this uh this makes me think about like Kathy O'Brien, what she talks about. She's a deprogrammed MK Ultra slave, Arizona Wilder. Uh, Kathy O'Brien's book, Transformation of America, and some of the stories she tells about what happens with these rituals. Uh, this, this thing, these, this, uh, the radioactive materials of pregnant women, um, this official study or whatnot. Think about this, this is what they were doing, you know, in, in, the, in the top secret projects. Think about at a ritual. And these rituals happen. They happen, uh, I don't know how long they happen, but the Bohemian Grove, they happen all over the planet. These, these people that are part of Eastern Star and the Masons and the, the Knights Templar, they, they, engage, they uh, partake in rituals. Whether you believe that or not, like they do. When you graduate from high school or college, you put a black hat, the black cube, and the black uh, skirt on. You're doing a ritual to Saturn. The black cube is, a, is symbolism of Saturn. You are doing when you graduate from high school or college. You are literally doing a ritual to Saturn. You just don't know it. These people, like they have constructed society. Everything's a ritual. 
So think about what they do behind closed doors. It, 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 that movie Eyes Wide Shut, dude. Think about what they're doing to the same fucking mentality, but now no cameras or fucking official records uh, to keep track of the shit on, you know, at hand. That movie Eyes Wide Shut, people, if you haven't seen that movie, Stanley Kubrick died shortly after basically the production shut down on that movie. And Warner Brothers kept like 36 minutes out of it. The last thing that most people saw Stanley Kubrick, he, he stormed out of the Warner Brothers office that day, and I think he was dead in the next day or two. Um, Stanley Kubrick very much was trying to tell people, like, this is what the people that run the world. This, this is that, half that movie is filmed in a Rothschild mansion. Uh, and again, like, I'm just saying, like, this, yeah. is, uh, this is the mentality. The mentality of uh, the schism energy. The schism energy manifested in individual people through possession, coercion, compromise, whatever. I love how you mention all that. And uh, you also Bohe you also mentioned Bohemian Groove. For those of you that are not familiar with it, you know, either look it up or there's another episode me and Drew did. You know, the episodes we do, I like to call them Conspiracy Hour, but it was 27 conspiracies that turned out to be true. Now, there was this conspiracy that presidents and politicians get together in a certain deserted place and do like satanic rituals. People laughed at it and they're saying it was a conspiracy, but actually Alex Jones himself, as much as we like to laugh at him, he fucking went over there and took footage of them doing that. And it is true that, I mean, yep. that's crazy, right? He filmed the cremation of care ceremony, uh, the cremation of care ritual. And there's a photo. You can look at this photo online. It, it's, uh, it's from Bohemian Grove. And I think it's from the, when is it from? Like the 60s or 70s. But there's a photo. And they're in the woods. Dr. Robert Oppenheimer, who I guess spearheaded the, uh, the construction of the atomic bomb. He's standing up giving a lecture. To his right is Ronald Reagan. To his left is Richard Nixon prior to either one of them serving as president. Like that's at Bohemian Grove. Like there's an image of that. You can see it. Like it's, it's pretty obvious. You look at that photo. It's like, holy shit, this is a big club. And these people are put into positions of power using these secret societies and these, the, the Bohemian Grove, Bilderberg Group. Um, that's how they're, they're, they're just rise the ranks, dude. Uh, but yeah, there's a 40-foot statue of Moloch, which is a Babylonian deity, um, and which looks like Moloch owl, right? in, in ancient. Yes, yeah, Al, dude, it's yeah, Al, dude, Moloch's from a dollar bill. We've talked about that before. If you look at a, a, a view, a bird's-eye view from the Capitol, you can see Moloch. The Capitol sits in the belly of Moloch. It's plain as day. You look at the street map of the Capitol, how it's uh, constructed, it, it looks like an owl. And Moloch in ancient Babylonian times or whatever was a Babylonian deity that people sacrificed their firstborn to uh, using fire. They literally would burn their firstborn at the stake uh, under Moloch uh, as a sacrifice. That's, that's what Moloch is. In the cremation of care, Alex Jones filmed a mock human sacrifice, an effigy thrown into the fire, uh, uh, the belly of Moloch as a, as a sacrifice. To, as a, it's a ritual, dude. And dude, in that video, they, they're all wearing hoods. Like the people on the other side of the creek or whatnot, and then there's the people, the, just the, the peasants on one side. But he films from across the creek or the, the, the water, the, the waterbed, uh, people on the other side of the water 
all have like white and black hoods on. You can't see their faces, uh, but the, 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 you could see that he filmed it. He infiltrated and filmed it. Uh, whether he's a shill or not, I don't know, but that's uh, it's, it's it's real. It happens. The cremation of care ceremony, and they they meet every summer in the Bohemian Grove. The only men, no women allowed at all. Which kind of brings full circle to what we've been talking about, right? Um, but uh, why don't you uh, say the last one, bro? Some some more crazy fucked up shit. Uh, mustard gas tested on the American military. How do we repay those who fucking offer up their lives as a uh, as a <laughs> form of protection or service to you know protect our freedoms and to I guess uh, uh, I guess perpetuate the existence of liberty justice and freedom for all well this is how mustard gas tested on american military in 1943 the united states navy exposed its own sailors to mustard gas officially the navy was testing the effectiveness of a new of new clothing and gas masks against the deadly gas that had proven so terrifying in the first world war the worst of the experiments occurred at the Naval Research Laboratory in Washington. 17 and 18 year old boys, kids, 17 and 18 year old kids. When they're not these, these are like, you know, fucking. Teenage. Remember when you, ladies and gentlemen, were 17 and 18? Yeah, teenagers. Like seriously, high school juniors and seniors. 17, 18 year old mm -hmm. kids were approached after eight weeks of boot camp and asked if they wanted to participate in an experiment. Again, as an archon mentality we can't get you to do this by your own accord. We're going to offer this up so you take the first step and then we're going to fucking take over from there because we have to get you to at least like buy into it, make the, the choice, the manipulation of free will to put that line on the blank canvas. And from that point, boom, chicken's done. Uh, after eight weeks hey, of boot camp, you walk as, door. yep, yep. Uh, they would have to participate in an experiment that would help shorten the war. Again, hiding behind a good, like, hey, this is, is going to shorten the war. If you help us out do this, like, no, they're fucking lying. Like, they, they, they play on the heartstrings. This is going to ensure, like, uh, a mass number of people that don't die if you help us shorten the war. And like, no, there's, it's inversion. Like, the real fucking approach was something vastly different, vastly more evil. Um, only the, when the boys reached the research laboratory were they told the experiment involved mustard gas. The participants, almost all of whom suffered severe external and internal burns, were ignored by the Navy and in some cases threatened with the Espionage Act. In 1991, the reports were finally declassified and taken before Congress. Jesus. Damn. 1991. So but that's 48 years after this shit. And what, what's Congress going to do? Like, well, that's, that's fucking awful. Like, typical American fucking bureaucracy like we're going to do something about this we're going to talk about it in front of the cameras and we can't you know we're sorry and uh fuck it you know like well i feel better now they apologize 48 years after they fucked with these kids up fuck so they stupid. just pull it from the archives right wait he hey listen up son all right you know what the espionage act is that means we're going to cut your testicles off and feed them to your rottweiler like oh fuck i don't want that <laughs> fucking awful dude fucking awful man that that's uh, that's that's awesome just kind of like how they treated the vietnam vets when they got back too you know so, oh yeah fucking blows me away dude and you know what like people just everyday people who are good natured individuals who fucking are just good people the only reason that these fucks get away with this 
other than they control all the money and all the fucking they have all the power is that good people people of like good empathetic uh stance or like just turn and look the other way because they don't fucking say anything or just don't want to get involved or uh, or are either too busy or distracted dude it's just that's it you know it's just distracted with again playing on the heartstrings like well you can't fucking take time to do this because you've got a family you know like oh yeah i'm not saying you should not worry about your family but the only reason that this level of evil has risen to the power that it currently stands is because people good-natured people who fucking didn't want to fuck with anybody who were just good people just turned to look a blind eye or just fucking were distracted you know what i mean and we've Great just let this, this force rise to it the epitome Great. of oh my oh my god like the capstone is being put on the pyramid this is it this is happening mm-hmm. and that's what they want they don't want us to be together and you know i i think that's a amazing closing statement right there because drew like you explained it very well and it's true bro they don't want us to realize this shit they don't want us to know this shit you know just this shit was they were expanding experimenting on people and like doing fucked up shit and most people don't even know about this nope they had no idea dude uh and i mean this dude this is back in the day when fucking 1940s like there was no netflix there was no internet there was no twitter there was nothing they have fucking i guess supplied and provided infinite amount of fucking distract and distraction tactics like you know nobody has time to do anything but to fucking keep up with their favorite show the mandalorian or whatnot you know what mm-hmm. i'm not saying it's not a good show it's i'm not saying that uh but uh there's some real shit happening on the planet just because you don't fucking see it uh you're, you're not looking in the right places or you're not taking an active interest and in, listen we're not being dramatic we're not being drama kings or queens here um this like JFK said, this is not, this used to be, what's he saying in that speech? Like, for this is no longer foreign and, and far away. It is local. It's in your backyard. Like, it, the time has come. Like, this is in our backyard. Like, they, the, the powers that be, they're in our backyard. And soon, they're going to be in your fucking house. At what point? It's like that Alfred, uh, what's that quote that dude says? Like, first they came for the, the trade socialists. I didn't, I wasn't a socialist, so I didn't say anything. Then they came for the fucking whoever else and i wasn't one of them so i didn't say anything then they came for me and there was nobody left to stand up for me you know an injustice against one is an injustice against all and you know uh it doesn't matter like people that fuck you over like everybody goes to trials tribulations and gets fucked over um the only thing that matters is that you're still standing you're still alive you fucking learn from that mistake don't regret it you're gonna we have we all make mistakes um but fucking take comfort in the fact that you survived it. You're still here. And the free, the reason that you are here, I very much believe this, like the reason that you're alive, if you're listening to this right now, it's almost like God, you, which you are an individual aspect of God, like God sent you. You are God's secret weapon. God is not sending the Calvary. The Calvary is not coming because God sent you. You are the Calvary. We all are. Chewie's the Calvary. I'm the Calvary. Uh, we're, we're all the Calvary of our own individual networks be the fucking the leader and be the change that you want to see in the world and inspire the people in your network to fucking rise above and to vibrate to a literal like a new reality we can vibe we can literally raise our vibration out of this hellhole and create the world we want to create it's just a choice i love it drew 
fucking amazing, very motivational. And you're right. Nobody's going to save us. You got to save yourself. And I love that message, man. And so what if people want to listen to your show, man? Where can they find you and where can they find your amazing content? Well, I, basically, I think I think Spreaker is where it's hosted, but Spreaker distributes like it's on Google Podcasts, Apple, iTunes. It should be on Castbox. Uh, I'm trying to think some of the other ones like uh, Over. Oh, fuck, I can't even remember. Uh, you can go to my website, which is Conwell Da. Oh shit, man, two weeks since it's been a long. I've been taken out of the game for a little bit. People, I have my laptop stolen. Uh, the Drew World Order is out there though. We have like fifty-three episodes. The last three episodes I did were a little three-part uh, series on the, the introvert and, and how the introvert kind of perceives the infinite. And uh, like some of the shit that Chewie and I talked about tonight, it's really dark and it's not easy to fucking face. And that, that's one of the things that I've been trying to focus on is like, okay, like it's obvious this shit's out there, but what, what type of solutions can we, you know, cause everybody's always asked me, like I had somebody that they'd like, so you're saying that everything's fucked. Like what's the life path that you've chosen for yourself? Like, listen, I'm not, everything is fucked, but there's also a fucking way to get our way out of this. You know, I, I did say in that cast box live cast, like, I don't know how to defeat the new world order. I didn't say that we couldn't. I'm just saying, like, I don't really know, you know, how we take a force down that's this evil. Um, mm-hmm. It's not through violence, but uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, you have, you, fuck, I can't remember the name of my, my fucking website. I'm drawing a blank right now. But uh, yeah, if you just search the Drew World Order on Google, you should pop up really anywhere you'd like to listen to podcasts. And uh, uh, again, Chewy, second time, I owe you my fucking everything. I owe you my fucking, the, the reason I podcast and the reason I'm doing that, because literally the, both times that I've been taken out of commission for whatever, either my choice or lack of choices, like I have been resurrected on the Screaming Chewy show, which is, uh, uh, it doesn't get much better than the Screaming Chewy show. I uh, love this stuff, dude. Hey, man, thanks again, and back at you. Love your show as well, and that's why you're on here, man. And, you know, I love what you do, and just keep doing, you know, keep up the great work, bro. Hell yeah. Hey, listen, I'd love to send you that Golden Corral gift certificate. It's about $20. You can get yourself a nice buffet there. You take, you know, take a friend. Uh, It's a good good meal, a real good meal, too. I appreciate it. Hey, you had this fat boy at food, bro. I'm not going to deny that, man. (laughs) <laughs> and uh yeah, y'all by the time this episode comes out i'll have your links on the episode descriptions your website anything and uh thanks for coming on back again man i appreciate it yes very much so love it thanks Chewie. thank you bro peace Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. And if you'd like to support this podcast, check out anchor.fm slash screamingchewy gmail.com. Any contribution is greatly appreciated and that makes you my producer. If not, that's cool. I'm just happy you're tuning in. And hey, Screaming Chewy Show merch. Yeah, that's right. At teespring.com. Just Google teespring, T-E-E spring, Screaming Chewy Show. Just Google that. It'll take you right there. And uh, yeah, you could buy hoodies, t-shirts, socks, masks, you know, if there's any stuff you'd like to see on there, 
or purchase just let me know and i'll add it on and uh, yeah you'll be rocking styling social media don't forget to follow me on there on facebook screaming chewy show i like to share memes just make up stupid shit share my episodes on there and just whatever um check out my youtube for video versions of my podcast episodes also in between episodes i like to add me streaming yeah watch me get scared playing a creepy game or die playing PUBG or some shit, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, just check out my YouTube and uh, Twitter. It's at Ch- Screaming Chewy. Yeah, not Screaming Chewy Show. I should change it to that. But for now, it's just Screaming Chewy. And uh, thanks again for tuning in. See you next week. Peace.